Hey, everybody, Dave Hagan here. I want to talk about the richest people in the world again, but this time, all time, as of 2021. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, or the TFWP, as we like to call it. You are listening to episode 412. With me today, Nick Capel. Nick, how you doing? Dave, doing well, my friend. How are loving you? It. Good, loving it. Living large, living large, baby. <laughs> living large and large in debt every day. <laughs> well, that's that's part of the uh, student experience, I guess. I agree, but you know what? It'll it'll pay off sooner than later. Now, you, you know, you keep your nose to the grindstone. You work five, six, seven years. You look up. That that student loan debt substantially gone, and then uh, then you're in a good spot. And I'll look at my Tesla in my driveway. <laughs> is that what it is? The Tesla? Maybe it'll be a Lucid by then. Have you seen that car? No, I haven't. All right. What is it? 70, 80,000 bucks. It's a good looking car. I, I don't think they're quite nearly as developed as, you know, the Tesla folks, but uh, there's a lot of different, a lot of different electric vehicles coming out. Five years is going to look a lot different, I think. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Not with us today, Mr. Brian Reed. He is on hiatus and will be back with us shortly. Miss you, dude. Hurry on back. Today, though, today, I want to talk about the richest people in the world again and see what we can learn from that. We did a podcast in 2019 on this. And back then, according to the Wealthy Gorilla website, here were the 25 most wealthy people in the world. Number 25, Michael Dell. You know, Michael Dell, 24, McKinsey Bezos. You know who that is? Yeah, I, I think she's uh, dating a elementary school teacher now. Yeah, yeah. And then he said in the press, hey, she's going to give it all away. And I thought, wow, that's pretty bold, fella. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, Jeff Bezos, ex-wife. Number 23, Sheldon Andelson, who put together uh, the Venetian and uh, in uh, Vegas. And uh, Macaw, what do we know about Sheldon Andelson? Um, not much, but I do oh, yeah. know that, uh, Caesars, uh, was just inducted into the S and P 500. Was it really? It was. You're following all that stuff. Sheldon Andelson last year, he was the 23rd richest person in the world. And this year he is dead. Oh, so, I was going to say he's 23rd again. Yeah. He's kind of <laughs> dropped. He's kind of dropped off the list and that's, and that's too bad. Number 22, uh, Phil Knight. Mr. Mr. Nike, number 21, Nike. Jack Ma, who is uh, he, Alibaba. Alibaba. And um, he's having his issues with the Chinese government right now. So that's interesting to see how that is, is panning out. Didn't he do something called Ant in the last year? I, I don't know. Uh, I, but I, is, is, is he still alive? I, I, I haven't heard oh, of him. Oh, Jack Ma. Yeah, well, you haven't seen him. In fact, there was something in the last year where the papers were reporting, hey, he hasn't been seen for, you know, this amount of time. And they were wondering if he got picked up for something. So 
Yeah. Um, no, he's not. He he reappeared and he's doing fine. But oh, good. because he's so large and you know economically, um, you know he's he's having his back and forth with the Chinese government. Number twenty, Ma Hateng. I had no idea, but she's a Chinese business person, investor, philanthropist, uh, engineer, et cetera, et cetera. She found Tencent. Um, so that's interesting. Number 19 was, now remember, this is the was list, David Thompson, and he is a Canadian uh, media magnate. Number 18, Charles Koch. Number 17, Michael Bloomberg. Number 16, Steve Ballmer who used to be noted for uh you tell me ding 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 microsoft ah he was number 2 at microsoft then he was number 1 at microsoft and then he left that and now he owns the los angeles clippers number 15 mukesh ambani i don't know an indian business magnate reliance industry uh, industries limited Number 14, S. Robson Walton. Number 13, Alice Walton. Number 12, Jim Walton. So we're talking about the Waltons, our number 14, 13, and 12, but not the Waltons from the TV show. The Waltons from Nicholas? From Uncle Studios. No, Walmart. Walmart. Um, number 13, Sergey Brin, obviously. Um, Google. Number 10, Francois Betancourt Myers, reigning L'Oreal heiress. Interesting. Number nine, Larry Page. So there's somebody that snuck in between Sergey and Larry. Number eight, Carlos Slim Helu, um, an entrepreneur in um, um, south of the border. Number seven, Mark Zuckerberg. Number six, Larry Ellison, who recently, by the way, moved from California to his island in Hawaii. Of course. Well, he's not going to be, be paying those California uh, income taxes anymore. Who else moved out of California in the last year? One of one of our faves. Um, Elon, I believe. Elon, he moved to Austin, Texas. He says, I, now bear in mind, I'm, I'm still leaving um, uh, Tesla and um, um, SpaceX in California for now, but he moved. He's not going to pay that 13% income tax. Number five, Amancio Ortega, Spanish entrepreneur. Number four, our good friend, Warren Buffett. Number five, Bernard Arnault, who is CEO of Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy. Some nice brands there. Moet. Moet was, well, there you go. What did I say, Moet? Yeah. Oh, Moe, thank you. Thank Little you. Number, number two, Bill Gates. And number one, hold your breath. Mr. Amazon. Yeah, Jeffrey Bezos. Now, this was just 18 months ago. What's changed? What's changed? And I think we can glean something interesting from that. So I was looking at a website called Celebrity Net Worth, Celebrity Net Worth website. And they put together a listing of the wealthiest people all time adjusted for inflation. So they adjusted those dollars and they came up with the 12 wealthiest people all time. Number 12, Warren Buffett, all time. 
Now, in, a year ago, in that list, he was what? Number four. But if historically, he's number 12 all time. The Oracle of Omaha and chairman of Berkshire Hathaway. By the way, you know what his favorite company is? One of his favorite companies besides Pepsi and or um, Coca-Cola. McDonald's. Seize Candy. And McDonald's. Does he own McDonald's? No, but he, uh, I, I saw a well, documentary. He eats McDonald's, <laughs> yeah. The guy, the guy drives an old car and eats at McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> he's probably got the most clogged pipes, but I, got, I tell you, I saw him talk 18 months ago and, and he can go on for three hours at a time about his investments and, and what's going on. He is a force of nature. But Warren Buffett, number 12. Number 11, Friedrich Weyerhaeuser. And he was in the timber and land business. He died in 1914. But he shows up as number 11 on the all-time list. Now, I, I know of the company, Weyerhaeuser, but a lot of people don't. You'll see it stamped on a cardboard box, Weyerhaeuser. They make paper, um, all those kinds of things. But he doesn't show up on any of our lists. But all-time, all-time, number 11. Number 10, A.T. Stewart. Oh, yeah, I know him, right? Not. <laughs> he's an irish born fella <clears throat> and he started a department store in new york and he died in 1876 he was basically in the dry goods business department stores he's number 10 all time number nine stephen gerard originally from france died in 1831 a banker number nine all time Number eight, Mark Zuckerberg. Finally, somebody we know, except for except for knowing Warren Buffett. Mark Zuckerberg, still living, apparently worth 120 billion. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. September 2020, he's worth 120 billion dollars, but he's only number eight all time. Interesting, interesting. We talk about the tech titans and all these rich um, tech people. And yet, if you look at them on the list, I mean, Zuckerberg's really the first that we've seen so far. And Buffett is only 12. All time. Number seven, John Jacob Astor, a New York City real estate tycoon. Died in 1848. Number seven on the all-time list. You know what's interesting? Um Two things interesting about John Jacob Astor. He founded the Waldorf Astoria Hotel, considering one of the premier um, old line hotels in all of the United States, one of the first multimillionaires. Um, and at his death, had a net worth in today's dollars, $121 billion. But when he died, what do you know about the circumstances of his death, Mr. Nicholas? Absolutely nothing, Mr. <clears throat> David. I think this is fascinating stuff. He died on the Titanic. Oh, wow. Isn't that something? That's cool. So, yeah, you know, you, um, you got a lot of money and it still goes with you to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> Number six, Bill Gates, another tech guy, finally. Now, Bill Gates was what? Number three? Number two in our current list. All time. Number six. Just number six. Number five, Cornelius Vanderbilt, one of the real captains of industry, you know, around the mm, late uh, 1700s, early 1800s. He was in railroads and, and shipping, and he was running steamboats and put together 
um, a huge, a huge fortune, uses money to start, interestingly enough, appropriately called Vanderbilt University. Um, and by the way, you know who one of his descendants is? You? No, not me. I wish. <laughs> CNN anchor Anderson Cooper. Oh, no kidding. The Coop is the great, great, great grandson of Cornelius Vanderbilt. I did not know that. Yeah. Now he says he doesn't get any money from any of the trusts, but you know, he left behind a lot of money and he's number five on the list. Number four, Jeff Bezos. Only number four, Jeff, get it together, dude. So obviously. Was this pre or post divorce judgment? Oh, this is post. This is, this is post. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, um, if he had both sides, if he had both sides of that fortune, he'd he'd uh, he'd be a lot yeah. <laughs> he'd be a lot wealthier. Yeah. So, so I hope that he's enjoying his post um, divorce or his post marriage world. Um, but yeah, here he's the richest man in the world today, and yet historically, in adjusted dollars, he's only number four. Interesting. Number three, my man, Elon Elon Musk. Born in South Africa, U.S. citizen in 2002, founded and sold PayPal, SpaceX, of course, Tesla. He's putting satellites around the earth. He's sending private rockets up. He's launching payloads. He's, he's electrified, almost single-handedly electrified or caused to be electrified, the automotive industry. <clears throat> and yet, on that list from 18 months ago, he wasn't on the list. He wasn't in the top 25. I noticed that, Dave. 18 months ago. And now, historically adjusted, he's number three. Wow, have things changed? Have things changed? By the way, when he surpassed uh, Bezos on the list of current all-time wealthy people, someone texted him and said, hey, did you just realize you became the, uh, the uh, wealthiest person in the world? And what did he respond? Did you happen to see that? I remember it. I think it was like a tweet or something, wasn't it? Was it was a tweet. It was a tweet. I, I, I don't remember. His response was, hmm, well, that's interesting. All right, back to work. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, so it, it's not about the money. It's, a, it's about making a dent in the universe, to use a Steve Jobs phrase. It's about doing something worthwhile, something you know, beneficial. Right. And I think that's why he's so successful. That That plus he's a genius and willing to take insane um, risk to change the world. But yeah, number three on the all-time list. Now, these last two are really going to surprise you. Number two, number two all-time, Andrew Carnegie. And he died in 1919. As in Carnegie Hall? Uh, Carnegie Hall. Exactly. Exactly. And he and Vanderbilt and one other guy we're going to talk about um, in, in a few minutes, um, you know, back in the 1800s, they were calling the shots. And if you look at their fortunes, cost adjusted to current dollars, they're the top three wealthiest or in the top four wealthiest people of all time. And they're not even living today. They're not even living today. So number two, Andrew Carnegie. Number one, number one. Any guess, Nick? Well, I would say John Rockefeller. Good guess. Exactly. John no. Rockefeller. 
You called it right on. Standard Oil, the richest American who, who ever lived, but one of the richest human beings um, in the history of the world when he died in, in 37. Founder of Standard Oil. At one point, he controlled 90% of all the oil in the United States. I read that statistic and it just blew my mind with all these monopolistic, you know, laws we have now. Well, I mean, and, and that's why, because he would go into a market and sell oil at a loss, run everybody out of business, and then he would control the, the market. And it's interesting that a lot of people say that his fortune actually soared after the monopoly was broken up. And that's one of the justifications for, um, um, you know, monopoly laws these days, there was so much pent up value in what he was doing when they broke it up into, you know, Amico and Chevron and Conoco and Exxon, these, these sub country or companies, these new small companies started to expand and do even more incredible things when they weren't under his thumb and enormous value was unleashed. And it made him the richest American of all time. Wow. All time. Now, <clears throat> admittedly, we're comparing different lists. One, the earlier list was uh, 25 people and it was uh, 18 months ago. Now, and it was just current people. Now, this list that we've looked at um, currently, this, this list from, uh, what did we say? Wealthy Celebrity Now Worth website is adjusted so it's a historical look so i mean some interesting things that i think we can take with and think about during the week and chew on um, as part of comparing these two lists one first and foremost you can't take it with you if the ship's going down the ship's going down baby that money didn't save aster you know um who was it also on our list from uh, 18 months ago that passed away sheldon andelson he can pass it on to his uh, spouse. He's got a living spouse. He's got heirs. But when you're gone, kind of you're gone, and there's not much you can you can do about it. I think that's an interesting comment too. Um, there's always going to be rich people. There's always going to be rich folks. And in fact, the people that are rich now aren't necessarily that rich in the context of the history history of the United States. You look at the people. Who was it? Um, you got to go down to number three to get to Elon and Bezos and then Gates. But you've got the big four, Vanderbilt, Carnegie, Rockefeller. Did I say big four? Maybe I meant to say big three. Um, all in there. Historically. Historically. So there's always going to be rich folks. And, and I don't know if there's any way to, to change that unless you just find a way to tax the living daylights out of them, you know. Another takeaway point, maybe we don't have such a concentration of wealth at the top as we thought that we do currently. This is a historical problem. This has always been something that people have talked about. And if you look at the adjusted list, people should have talked about it, maybe did talk about it more um, in the early 1800s than they do today. Yet it gets so much hype, so much talk, so much media today. And certainly, Certainly something to discuss, and I think it's a very interesting topic, but um, not maybe not nearly as much of the problem that it was in the early 1800s. Interesting, interesting stuff. I saw something on the um, 
one of the history channels, Nick, just recently, um, Rockefeller and Carnegie and, and, and Vanderbilt um, and some others were interested in, um, they, they saw on the horizon looking at the big picture that antitrust laws were going to be passed or that there was a, an appeal uh, in the general public for antitrust laws because people were understanding or starting to see what they were doing. So they wanted to pick somebody. Um, uh, well, they wanted to take somebody who was very much into that and neutralize him. And so Teddy Roosevelt was becoming very populist in his views and they got together and they, they said, well, you should, you should be attached to the ticket and you should be vice president. And they thought, what a great deal. We'll, we'll get Teddy Roosevelt to be vice president and they'll ship him off to some country and he'll be the ambassador around the world, but he <laughs> won't be here to bug us, right? He won't be here to bug us. So they used all their money and influence to get this ticket, the ticket, the ticket won. And then lo and behold, the president on his ticket, what happened to him? Um... He got assassinated. Teddy Roosevelt became president. So now their worst nightmare, their, their, their whole idea backfired and their worst nightmare became president. And Roosevelt promptly started this hugely populist agenda and they passed all these antitrust laws. I did not know that that's how Teddy became um, president. Well, there you go. There I there go. You go. One of the times when he tried to get reelected, he was concerned about the... Um, 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 well, what he did is he didn't like the way his party was moving, so he formed his own party. He formed a third party and tried to get um, elected or reelected, um, and that and that didn't work out so good for him. But he was but, a pretty popular guy at the time. But Dave, I was just thinking about something because right around that time era, you know, that's when, um, you know, many laws regarding um, you know the Great Depression were um, being enacted and whatnot, mm -hmm. but. You know, what about Henry Ford? I, I mean, to me, it's, he's a surprise for not being up there. He's not on the list? Yeah. I, I no. mean, is it a surprise to you? Yeah, I think so. Although, you know, I mean, he had an idea that changed the world. You know, this this um, um, powered vehicle. And he certainly changed the world. And I think he's in the same pantheon with, um, you know, maybe Bill Gates, but certainly um, Steve Jobs and, and Thomas Edison. Um um, and, and maybe unheralded Nikolai Tesla, he invented the electric engine, died penniless, but he invented the electric engine and they used that same basic technology to design electric motors today. Um, so I, I think he's certainly in that pantheon of, of, of inventors and industrialists, but I guess he just didn't make as much money from his, uh, uh, in, uh, you know, the things that he had developed as some of the others did. Yeah, I, interesting. I, I just went on Google and uh, it said uh, Henry Ford's personal profit for each year was around $75 million. Oh, that's all? Little money. And that doesn't even say adjusted for inflation. So. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, that's it's kind of interesting. And we could probably think of other in inventors that, uh, what about uh, Alexander Graham Bell? For that matter, I mean, people that really developed some some amazing um, concepts and didn't profit necessarily from from those uh, inventions. So anyway, those are some things to think about comparing the richest people from just eighteen months ago. 
Elon Musk wasn't even on that list. And now on the historical list, he's number, what do we say? Three. He's number three. Things can change quickly. And there have always been or has always been this huge concentration of wealth with, um, you know, and, um, really a small handful of people. It's not, it's not a new issue. It's an issue that we've always dealt with. And there's always going to be rich. And at the end of the day, you can't take it with you. Because when you fall to the bottom of the sea, it's going with you. Just some stuff to think about. That's a wrap. This is Dave Hagan, and you're listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails. Well, Nick, I don't want to talk about emails. I want to talk about something a little different, something that just happened today. I came home and pulled out the mail and my son, who's 25, gets a I'm assuming a blind solicitation from a credit card company. And I don't want to say the name of the credit card company, but their logo's in red and it used to have a stagecoach uh, on it. And on the outside of the envelope, it says balance transfer kit. And I'm going, oh, I got to see this. So, you know, I, I opened it up. I'm, I know my son doesn't have interest in this, um, but I opened it up. And here's, here's the basic pitch. First of all, they give you a nice little piece of paper that, that's got a platinum card on it. And it's got a picture of a guy and a gal hiking. And it says, take the first step to set yourself up for a better financial future. Now, remember that phrase, set yourself up for a better financial future. And then it's got the piece of paper with all the terms and conditions. We talked about that on the podcast in the past. But here's the, here's the gist of the deal. If you want to use this money to transfer balances, you won't pay any interest for 18 months. That's not bad. So you got other credit cards, you got other things that you need to do. No interest for 18 months. Okay. Here's the kicker. After that, the interest rate is 16.5% to 25.5% APR. So they say, hey, by the way, no annual fee. Hey, no annual fee, no interest for 18 months. But if you don't pay in 18 months, then we got you. We got our hands around your throat because we all know that money doubles every seven years at 10%. Well, so does debt. And if this debt is 16.5% or 25.5%, unless you're absolutely able to pay it down, it's like a death sentence. Now, I don't begrudge them the ability to go out and, and promote business. I don't begrudge them offering high-end credit cards to people. Um, I do like some of the things that these credit cards do. But 
you cash advance, you have a balance, and before you know it, you're paying 165 to 25.5%. I think that those of you that listen to the TFWP know how dangerous this is. And I hope when you heard it, that it kind of jumped off the page and you went, oh, wow, that's bad. But that's because you listen to the TFWP. If you have a friend that's interested in something like this or talking to somebody like this, turn them onto the podcast or explain to them how dangerous that could be. And then think about this, 165 to 25.5%, and it comes with a nice picture of a young couple. Take your first step to set yourself up for a better financial future. I don't know how that can be. That is unfortunate, in my opinion. So when you get those things in the mail, throw them away. There was a two-year period where I collected all the solicitations that were sent to our house, put them in a stack. Stack was about three inches thick. It's great that they solicit. We have to be smarter and throw that stuff away. So instead of emails today, that's just something I wanted to share with the listeners. I couldn't believe it when I saw the, the interest rate. This is Dave Hagen, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.